Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to mini-sode number 77 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. Today's mini-sode topic is the four stages to never worry about your diet again. Am I good at creating headlines or what? Um, either way, I, I genuinely do think that this topic is not talked about enough by fitness coaches in the space, uh, or just, uh, you know, any other people in the fitness and nutrition field. And I think that it's one that people, some people have questions about, and then others don't even know this process to have the question in the first place, if that makes sense. But after myself going through, uh, you know, multiple different dieting phases throughout the years, whether it be super strict bodybuilding type nutrition, uh, um, protocols or now, which is where I, I don't track anything. I don't have any super strict fitness goals or health goals or anything like that. It's more so just, uh, eating to, to fit my lifestyle, be healthy and feel good and look good on a regular basis. Right. Um, so the, the four stages that I'm going to talk about today, uh, go along with all the experience that I've had myself, uh, along with the experience that I've learned in school about nutrition, behavior change, et cetera. And then also anecdotal evidence with working with hundreds of my clients. And this is actually some of the stuff that I work with, uh, if you came to be one of my clients, these are somewhat the stages that we would go through um, if you came to work with me, depending on your uh, expertise. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into stage one. And so stage one of the four stages to never worry about your diet again is very simply, it's the, it's the bare minimum. It's just daily guidelines to hit. Uh, this is typically the type of person who would come to me and they don't really have any experience tracking calories or macros. They're more so just watching what they eat. Um, they may not have the best eating habits in place, or maybe this is somebody who's more of an intermediate. Uh, they know most of the, for, for the most part, like they know what a, a, good diet looks like. They know what it looks like to eat for their goals to, to fuel their, their fat loss or muscle gain. However, they're not doing it on a consistent basis. So they know what they should be doing, but they aren't actually doing it. So the very first stage I would say is just daily guidelines. And this just helps build momentum and, uh, um, not put a lot of overwhelm on yourself or so with the client that I'm working with, I don't want to overwhelm them with trying to hit very specific macros and calorie targets for every single day, whenever they don't even know what a serving of protein looks like, for example. Um, so what I would say is starting off with some daily guidelines, such as having vegetables with most of your meals, it's probably a good idea to, to start you out on the right foot with a healthy, uh, uh, diet from this point forward, having a lean protein source, at each meal, also a good idea for, for body composition and just overall health reasons. Eliminate unconscious snacking in between meals, drinking a glass of water before each meal, or maybe even eating slower, right? That's just more mindful eating practices. And 
every single one of those goals would lead to better health outcomes, better uh, body composition outcomes. So gaining muscle, losing fat, everything that this person is probably trying to do just by telling them, okay, here's what you need to do on a daily basis. Just like this is what you need to do today. Um, that can eliminate a lot of the paralysis by analysis, keep things simple, uh, and it can get them on the right foot and hopefully set them up for stage two, which would be just tracking calories and protein. Uh, and then, of course, for most people, this is using an app like MyFitnessPal or Mike's Macros uh, or Fit Genie. Those are the three that I like to recommend uh, for my clients and just anybody who's tracking their food in general. What this could also entail in stage two is taking pictures of each meal. And, and what this would do would just heighten their overall nutritional awareness and, and their conscious eating habits. Whenever you have to take out your phone, and some people do this for Instagram anyway, but before you eat every single meal or snack, it can, it can really uh, separate the unconscious eating uh, and just stuffing our faces without even realizing it whenever we don't take a picture. Taking a picture is an extra step between you uh, choosing the foods that you eat and then also eating them, right? So that picture is in between. So taking pictures of each meal is, is a good idea to increase uh, overall mindfulness towards your eating. And then, like I said, tracking calories and protein. So calculating calorie uh, a calorie goal and a protein target based off of your goals, whether that is fat loss or muscle gain, just to keep things as simple as possible. Or if you want to maintain your weight, that's also another reasonable goal. And then for, for as far as adherence goes and, and as far as how accurate I want these people to be on a regular basis in stage two, I would say hitting their calorie goal within plus or minus 100 calories uh, of their total daily calorie goal. So if their daily calorie goal was 2000 calories, I would instead give them a range to hit. So it'd be like 1900 to 2100 calories per day. So if they have a perfectionist mindset or something that way, if they're not hitting exactly 2000 calories or really close to that, they don't feel like a failure. If you give them a range of 200 calories, like leeway, a little bit of margin of error, then they're, they're much more likely to succeed, hit that and feel confident about reaching that goal as well. And then with protein, I would say hitting within plus or minus 15 grams of their protein goal. So if your goal is 150 grams of protein per day, it's going to be a hundred, it's going to be um, quick math here, 135 grams to 165 grams uh, of protein, 135 to 165. There we go. Math is hard. Uh, grams of protein per day. That's going to be their goal. And then whenever they've, they're comfortable with that stage, with stage two of tracking calories and protein, then the third stage is going to be tracking calories, macronutrients, so proteins, carbs, and fats, um, also tracking their fiber and beyond, right? This is, this is basically the, the cream of the crop, uh, making sure that you have full nutritional understanding of what a, a simple serving size looks like, what a serving size of protein looks like, serving size of, of carbs and fats of various foods, right? By, by tracking all of these different things and not just tracking calories and protein, you're going to have a, a wider variety of knowing um, how much, how many carbs uh, are or are not in a serving of peanut butter, for example, or with protein, right? You, you, you realize that 
peanut butter is actually a pretty shitty source of protein, uh, actually, whenever it's compared to a chicken breast or, or some other type of meat, right? Uh, peanut butter is fine, right? It's a, it's a healthy fat source, but that doesn't, whenever you track these things, you realize, oh, okay, so there's, there's not very many carbs in uh, peanut butter. There's also not very much protein, but there is quite a bit of fat. And so whenever somebody can, can uh, calculate their calorie, protein, carb, and fat targets according to their goals, this also means that uh, they have full nutritional literacy, so to speak. Um, but this is also if people want to make the the fastest progress, um, this is 100% what I would tell them to do. So like whenever I did my bodybuilding competition, I had to track all of this down to the last gram. I had to weigh everything out um, on the food scale. There was no estimating or anything like that. I had to be 100% precise and for, for the goal that I had set, that was what was required. But it's also the most tedious, right? If you're going to track all of these things, you're going to have to be pretty precise with what you eat uh, or don't eat on a regular basis. So it's, it's going to have the most sacrifice. It's going to be the most tedious. However, uh, you know, depending on what trade-offs you're willing to accept and, and what goals you're really looking for here, um, tracking calories, macros, fiber, and, and more is going to be your best bet. I, I tell people to make sure they track fiber uh, as well so that they aren't hitting their calories and macro targets just by eating Pop-Tarts and butter and protein shakes, right? Uh, if you if you make the person hit a fiber goal, well, if you think about what fibrous foods consist of, that's going to be fruits, vegetables, whole grains, et cetera, right? mostly nutrient dense foods. So if we make sure that they hit a fiber goal on a daily basis, they can't do that without making sure they have a, a plentiful diet in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, etc. So so uh, a minimum fiber goal for the day for most of my clients is going to be 20 to 25 grams. Um, the, the US recommendations are 25 grams a day for women and 38 grams a day for men. Uh, but what I typically do is have my clients get a baseline first of how much fiber they're eating on a, on a normal basis. So if they're eating 10 grams of fiber on a regular basis, I'm not going to make, like if it's a guy, I'm not going to make them jump from 10 grams to 40 grams of fiber on a regular basis. Like their, their digestive systems, they're going to be bloated. They're going to be gassy. It's just going to be very unpleasant for them. So, so for them, if they're starting at around 10 grams a day, well then 15 to 20 grams, that's, that's much more reasonable. And their body is going to respond. Um, uh, they're going to respond better to that, uh, than, bumping it up to, to just the standard quote unquote, uh, on a daily basis. You can work towards that over time, but however much you're doing right now, just do slight increases, uh, and make those small changes over time. Also people in this stage, they can play around with macro ratios for best performance and health goals. So if they are, um, you know, they, they like to eat low fat and higher carb. They're more than welcome to do so. If they want to play around with the ketogenic diet, they can go high fat, high protein, well, high fat, moderate protein, very low carb. They can play around with that. But however, whatever goals they have, they can adjust their macronutrients accordingly. Again, stage three is going to be the, uh, not the tippy top, cause that's going to be the next stage. But as far as 
having all the tools required to do whatever goals uh, you're, you're, you're trying to do and reach that maximum efficiency with things, stage three is, is going to be where most people um, uh, are, are set to set up for the fourth stage, uh, which I'm about to get to in just a second, but to finish out with stage three. So nutrient timing is other things that people could play around with. And then also supplements, that's going to be, uh, the full pyramid for, for nutritional, uh, literacy, right? I don't know why I keep saying that, but I like it. Nutritional literacy, nutrient timing, supplements, calculating tr- calories, proteins, carbs, fats, fiber, all that fun stuff. Right. And then Last but not least, we move into stage four, which is basically where I would be right now. And, and this isn't to you know toot my own horn or anything, but I've tracked for years and years, um, and and, and uh, uh, I know how to manipulate my food intake without tracking calories or macros to fit my goals. So so stage four is going to be guesstimating and adjusting towards whatever goals you want to set for yourself. So that could be muscle gain, that could be fat loss, that could be maintenance, that could be just for overall general health and well-being, or and or a combination of all the above. And for me, as far as my own uh, um, dietary freedom, it's, it's going to be guesstimating. Like I don't want to track my food, but other people, maybe they do want to track. Maybe they are a little bit more serious about their fitness goals. And that's totally fine. For, for these types of people, they can still stay in stage three for the most part, and they can track as much or as little as they want. But for me, for someone who doesn't want to have to track uh, my food, and, and I'm very comfortable estimating, guesstimating how much calories is on my plate, how much proteins, carbs, and fats based off the meal in front of me, I can, I can get pretty close. And I've done this multiple times just for fun, actually, just to see how close I can actually get. And whenever you've gotten to that level of experience and knowledge, well, then there's no need for you to break out my fitness pal every single day, unless you want to get really serious for like a six week period and really dial things in. But that's your choice. And I think that's what stage four is all about. It's having the choice to track or not. And so for me, um, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't feel like tracking right now. I don't have super hardcore fat loss or muscle gain goals right now. It's more so just general health, well-being, and just looking and feeling good on a regular basis. Um, so yeah, as long as you, you, you cover most everything in stage three, stage four is the tippy top where most people, uh, they have full food freedom. They don't have many stigmas around food. They understand there are no good or bad foods. They understand calories, macronutrients, uh, fiber intake, nutrient timing, supplements, all that, all that good stuff. Um, so I think that that stage four is probably what most of you are looking for, but you have to go through stages. Well, typically you don't have to, um, but based off my experiences, you have to go through stages one through three in order to reach stage four. Um, and so if you want to be like me and kind of just maintain and, and simply be healthy and, and live life, right? So enjoying the eating out, not tracking food, uh, eating mostly healthy foods, right? But still enjoying yourself, you could step on the scale basically once a month or something and be fine because you don't have any specific goals. You're not trying to get down. Uh, you know, you're not trying to lose a certain percentage of body fat or you're not trying to gain a certain amount of muscle in 12 weeks or something. You're just kind of living life. So as long as you just, uh, make sure you're not blowing up or anything like that or, or getting way smaller, it's like you can step on the scale 
once every two to four weeks and be perfectly fine and see just like, okay, I'm, I'm maintaining, I'm do I'm right where I want to be. Right. If you want to go through more of a fat loss or muscle gain phase, um, then you could do it by eating like you normally do. But if you want to diet, well, then you could just be a little bit more mindful. You could cut back a little bit on the alcohol, cut back a little bit on the desserts, eat more salads, eat more greens, eat more vegetables, um, and keep everything else mostly the same. And you'll probably end up losing body fat as a result. And if you want to gain muscle, well, then you would kind of just do the reverse. You'd probably just eat how you normally eat, except try and, and, uh, um, strategically eat a little bit more at each one of those meals, which would result in being in calorie surplus and gaining muscle um, from that. So that is it. I'm going to cut it there. That is the four stages to never worry about your diet. Again, real quick, stage one is daily guidelines. Stage two is tracking calories and protein. Stage three is tracking calories, macros, fiber, and beyond. And stage four is basically guesstimating and then adjusting towards whatever goals you see fit. And that is it for Minisode number 77. Thank you as always for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story, tag me at mattmcleod 6 I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one -on -one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.